Welcome back to Green Digital. I'm B.G. Hamrick, and I have a question for you today. How do you get out of the day-to-day hustle of your business? Uh, you really want to step back. You want to be working on your business rather than in the business every day. How do you transition from being just an employee of your own company to truly enjoying the freedom and reward of having your own business? Well, we're going to talk about that today. My guest is Pete Moore, and uh, we're here to help you today to get better focus on your landscaping business and hopefully set you free from from some things that maybe have held you back or held you down here for a while. But before we get started, don't forget to like this episode and uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and then ring that notification bell so that you never miss an episode of Green Digital. So let's get into it. Pete Moore of Simplifying Entrepreneurship is on the show today. Pete, welcome. Glad to have you, brother. Hey, thanks, man. Ring that notification bell. I love that. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, really happy to, to have you with us today. And I'm, I'm, I'm a, a firm believer that, um, you know, entrepreneurs are constantly facing those, those challenges of being trapped in their own business. Mm. And um, when you and I started some correspondence back and forth and started talking about how we would... Uh, what we might talk about and the topic we yeah. might have. You you brought up something called getting your, your CPA, and, and, of course, that's not what people think it is. Um, but I think that this is really going to be good from – I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I'm in a lot of, uh, you know, networks with landscapers and lawn care and tree service yeah. guys and gals, and this is something they face all the time. I'm all the time trapped in the day-to-day. I can't break away. I can't think about the business. I can't take the next step. So I'm hoping you're going to help us do that today and uh, figure out how to do that. Sound good? <laughs> yeah, it does, man. I mean, I get it. You know, hanging in the bucket or uh, riding the riding the mower to get the next job done. Yep. Been there, uh, you know, years years ago, thirty years ago now. I used to as my as my uh, early sort of businesses. Some of my I'll call them part time businesses, but through university and stuff, I ran landscaping and lawn cutting businesses, and that was part of what I did. And I, my history, I've worked with some. Uh, my only real job, BG, is was with a heavy industrial landscaping business. We sold gabion baskets and erosion control blankets and geotextiles and geowebs and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I get the industry and understand sort of the parameters and different things around it, but I've also ran a multiple truck operation. It wasn't in landscaping, but it was the same sort of thing, service. And the reason I've come up with these different tools and these different thoughts and everything is because I had to do the stuff for my own businesses, BG. Right. And the CPA is not your certified professional accountancy. It's the mastery. And from from you as the business owner, if you work on these three things, well, really forever, because you want to master them, you will be able to get free of your business. And they are your communication skills, your process management skills and your accountability. So communication process and accountability and those three things will help you align and assign what you need to do in order to give you more freedom within your business. And it's until we start to master that stuff, we can't break three. We, we're going to be in the bucket cutting the next limb. We're going to be on the mower or behind the whippersnapper getting whatever it is done or, or laying that next piece of paper stone. You know, all of these different things are things that Probably a lot of your listeners are thinking, yeah, I would like to get out of the bucket a little bit more or, or not be on the, on the excavator as much mm-hmm. as I am. Yeah. But from those sort of things, 
we get into business often, BG, and you know we're not deeply rooted in in finances. Like we're not deeply we we're not you know don't have a big pocket full of money to get into business. So we we habitualize ourselves to doing making all the decisions, doing all the stuff because kind of when we get going, we have to, right? We got to do this stuff. But as your business goes, and most of the people that I work with are have been at it for a while and they're a little bit more successful and they have a bit more money now. And it's like, well, now what? Well, you've been habitualized for those first one, three, five, ten years into doing all these things. Now we got to sort of reel that back in so that you can actually come back to enjoy the life that you want to live as an entrepreneur. Because when you first started as a business owner, I can probably assume that you, you the goal wasn't to be working 70 hour weeks and uh, you know being frustrated all the time. Indeed. And I, I, I think you know most landscapers and lawn care folks and um, you know tree service folks, they've jumped into the business, some of them from you know generational, passed down or they did it with their father or they you know yeah. they, they've opened their business in a lot of ways. Some have purchased a business. A lot of them have jumped into the business, at least from, you know, the, uh, you know, our clients and people we work with and people we've talked to. They jump into the business. They learn how to do the business, how to get, you know, some referrals, how to grow the business. And then there comes that point where what you're talking about, where we got to figure out how to change some things, the DNA, DNA of our business so we can we can move away from, uh, you know, that that day to day. So there's an unlearn. Uh, season, I think that that people have to go through to figure out, you know, all these things that I thought I needed to do as a business owner, I, I'm not doing it correctly. I'm, I, you know, now I've got to change my skill set, and they love the work that they do. They love the yeah. the activity that they, that they do, or they wouldn't be in business doing that. That satisfaction sure. and that art artistry and all that it is that you know it makes a landscaper a landscaper um, is is important. Can they find ways to still move to this uh, season of their life, the next level, and still be able to embrace, you know, what they love about the business and stay connected to that day to day? For sure, BG. I mean, I I have a whole process. I've got all these different little frameworks and tools because I, I've needed them along the way. And one of them is called love it or leave it. And from that perspective, from a love it or leave it perspective of how you look at your what you do every day, your personal accountabilities in the CPA, right? What are you accountable for? And here's the thing. If you're accountable for things, if you're accountable for everything, that's a problem. <laughs> like, let's let's face it, you've got a team with you so that and and your team actually wants to be accountable. They actually want to have some authority to make some calls along the way. You just have to allow them to do that. And a lot of the times it's got to do with process management. So what I hear a lot of times is people say, well, I don't trust them to do it. Yeah. I don't trust them. Well, here's a thought. If you don't trust the person, why are they working for you? Is it that you don't trust the person or is it that you don't trust the process? Hmm. So when you think about it, if you don't trust the person, they shouldn't be on your team. 
So we use language like, I don't trust them to get it done, but is it truly that we don't trust them or is it that we don't trust our process? Pulling it back to, I can't, it, like I can only hand over accountability when I feel comfortable that the process is right. So you've yeah. probably got to go back and set and align the process and communicate that process to them in a way that makes sense so that you can feel comfortable in aligning the accountability so that you can get out of the stuff that you don't love and work more in your love it zone. And if your love it zone, and it's uniquely yours. So if your love it zone happens to be the sales portion of the business and you love to get together and talk about the concepts of what this person wants out of their property and all that kind of stuff, that's great. Some other people may hate that and they prefer to be on the excavator in the bucket or on the tractor or lay in the stone, whatever the case is, right? And that's okay too. But understanding what it is you truly love so that you can spend a bigger percentage of the hours that you work in that zone means that you have to lay out the process, communicate it clearly so that you can assign the accountability to somebody else who's going to do that. Because let's just use sales. If you don't love to do sales, there are people out there that love to do sales. So do what you do best. And if that's on the back of the excavator, because you can pick up a dime with an excavator and the next person has a hard time, you know, grabbing a, uh, grabbing a whole scoop like that. If that's your, your love its own, then live on the excavator and work in that zone for your business to pull that through in the best way that you can and hire out the sales position or the bookkeeping position or the marketing position. Right, BG? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it could be. I don't know if you agree with this, Pete, but it could be that there was never a process to begin with when it comes to being able to hand off the, the situation that day to day. If you don't trust a process, often you, you didn't have one to trust. You just, uh, you know, you kind of wing it. Uh, a lot of business owners will, you know, just take every day as it comes, figure it out along the way. Yeah. So let's talk about a, uh, you know, uh, a process. How, how do mm. they develop that? Is there a standard operating procedure? How do they s set up an yeah. SOP or whatever it is they might yeah. need for any situation or circumstances coming their way? Are there things they should think about, steps and, and strategies yeah. and uh, frameworks? You know, um, in this particular industry, uh, it's, it's different because I work with so many different industries. But, you know, sometimes, you know, manuals are the way to go. And I, I don't think for most you have to have a manual as a backup, but mm -hmm. for most sort of people in, in the service business like this, you're probably going to align more with video or more with things that you can show as far as experimenting the different things. But th that's why I love the communication piece, because if you're really communicating well with your team and when you're communicating, you should be communicating the things, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario with every time you're going through a process. Let's look at um, um, something as simple as cutting somebody's simple yard. And how do we cut a yard? We go this way, we go diagonally, whatever, whatever your process is. Every time it should be done this way, it should be trimmed this way, it should be blown this way, uh, the clipping should be removed from site. You know, all of the different things that you need to do, you need to be outlining the process so that when you're training somebody in this facility, it's trained the same way every single time. Yeah. So that the, the clarity around your promise to your customers is going to be lived at every lawn you go to. 
And from that perspective, that's sort of the process that I'm talking about. You know, there's so many great process tools now, BG, like mm -hmm. I love video, so I'm a, I'm a talker. So I'll literally just record myself on something like Loom, which is a great free tool, L-O-O-M. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take that, I'll transcribe it into Otter, which is another free tool. So you have your transcription. Well, if you have a video and a transcription, you've already got half the process done. So then you can use something like ChatGPT, take your trans transcription, pop it into ChatGPT and tell them to do a document workbook for that particular thing. And now you've got all of your workbooks available so that when somebody goes to the next land or goes to the next lawn and they don't know the exact process or they need to be recapped on something, they've got it in the back of the truck, they can pull it out. And I'm just using a lawn for an example, but it could sure. be any of these pieces, right? Here's our health and safety. If you don't have a health and safety manual in your business, what you guys do, this is a problem. Yeah. Like, and one of the biggest problems on health and safety is like, I, I don't know, even know where to start with this. Well, you, there are ways of starting this very easy now because getting started is halfway done. And if you just put it into ChatGPT, for example, as one of the tools and just say, hey, listen, I have a small landscaping business and I need a um, health and safety process for uh, tree care management, uh, my tree care management division. It will literally spit one out for you, at least all of the ideas, and that's going to get you to a level that's 80% better than it was in the past. I mean, these tools now are so much better than ever before. It's so easy to create this stuff. And here's the other thing. If you don't like technology, because I know a lot of landscapers prefer to work with their hands than on a keyboard, and that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. If you don't like technology, somebody else will do this for you and it's easy to do now yeah absolutely i love what you said about the different versions and types of you know processes that you can put out there your mm. crew members are all going to learn in different ways they're going to have sure. you know some will want to read some will want to watch some will want to listen some maybe a combination of all those so being able to to do that and with the technology and tools that we have today um, you know, I, it's, it's probably easy, Pete, for you and I to say, jump into technology because we love it and we kind of embrace it. But, you know, it's, it's a scary thing to a, to a lot of folks, but really it's become so much easier now. And technology is there to assist you. And if you just jump in and, um, you know, uh, roll up your sleeves and figure it out, it's going to take you far in your business. It's going to um, really accelerate some of the stuff that you need to do. And, and a lot of it you can do on your own. And, and as Pete said, if you're not you know, very, very skilled that way, or, or it frightens you, or you don't want to get in technology at all. There are lots of people out there that you can get a college student or a high school student or someone in your family, perhaps, or even one of your crew members may love technology and be able to, to help you and assist in that way. So I think, I think that's great. Getting it in the hands of them and letting them know exactly how you would do it, demonstrating it, showing it, and that kind of thing. Processes are so important. They are in our business. I know they are in, in every business, and uh, that's, that's great advice. Pete, appreciate that you know, very much. Um, everybody today has a cell phone, BG. Yes. All you need to do is hit record. That's the next right. time you're you're up a hundred feet on it on uh, and you you need to show how to brace into the the bucket and all that kind of stuff, or you need to climb a ladder properly. You literally hit record and do it. Yep. That's eighty percent of all they need. Yes. You know, you do your before and afters of, of here's how we like uh, a lawn to be cut. This is what it should look like. This is what it shouldn't look like, right? 
just do before and afters. Once you have all of this stuff, it's all on your cell phone. Everybody has a cell phone. And, it, and like you said, if you don't want to do it particularly, get one of the team members to do it for you and say, listen, this is we need to get all this stuff and start to combine it. And once yeah. you combine it, then there's great little, I call it the external brain, but you know, you just need to have an external brain essentially where people can source this information. And one of the ones that I love for that is called G Drive, which is the Google Drive. Most people have, have a Google um, account and you have a certain amount of storage and for really very inexpensive, you can get unlimited storage with Google and share that to all of your team for everybody that needs yeah. it. Right. And whether you use Dropbox or Box or any of these different storage facilities there. But, you know, from a, from that example, it has to be searchable. Right. Yeah, it ha right. Those processes have to be searchable. Right. Well, let's talk about the activities that a landscape owner <clears throat> should or should not be doing. How do they determine <laughs> are the things that they should be doing or the things that they should not be doing? What should they be handing off or giving away yeah, yeah. Uh, to to others? How do you determine that? How do you mm -hmm. decipher, you know, what should stay close to the chest and what should be released to other that, team members? That's the love it or leave it side that we talked a little bit about earlier, because what one person loves, another person doesn't. And, yeah. you know, that's why you got into business so that you can make you can do what you want to do as opposed to doing what you're told to do. Yeah. And from that perspective, if you love to do the sales, then hand off the bookkeeping. If you're a numbers person and want to do the bookkeeping, then hand off the sales. There is no right or wrong there. The idea is that you as the owner need to have an overview. I call it um, sort of from details to dashboard. So what areas of your business do you want to be involved in the details and what areas of your business do you want to be involved in the dashboard? And the dashboard stuff is the stuff that you're probably going to leave to somebody else because they really own that area. And yeah. and as as you as the owner, you need to know the dashboard of it, but you don't need to know the specifics, right? Gotcha. gotcha. And then the other part, the detail, is what you really love. It's like this is what I do. This is this is my this gives me energy, not sucks it from me at the end of the day. And that's how you really know if you love something, to be honest, BG, is yeah. like if at the end of the day you've been working in your love it zone and you don't feel tired, then it's like, oh, this is what I need to do every day. Absolutely. How do we go a little deeper with that? Uh, in my business, I, there are a lot of things that I love to do that I shouldn't be doing <laughs> that yeah. I just, you know, that, just, that I really love and they really bring me a lot yeah. of uh, joy. Do I find other outlets for that kind of work to bring, you know, satisfaction or do I, uh, you know, how do, how do I de determine that? Because I don't want to do everything that I just love to do because then maybe I'm not doing the things that I should be doing as a leader of, of my yeah. company. Just wondering how you've thought about that. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, I've got, there's sort of four segments on the sheet once you sort of list everything out. And the sheet basically goes like this. I am I love it and I'm good at it. I love yeah. it and I'm not good at it. I don't love it and I'm good at it. And I don't love it and I'm not good at it. <laughs> got it. So you start framing all of the accountabilities that you have into those four quadrants. And then you get an idea as to how much time you're spending in each of these boxes. Gotcha. And what I find with a lot of people is that they're spending a lot of time, a lot of small business owners are spending a lot of time in the area that I, I'm good at it, but I don't actually love it. And that's sad. It is. Because you own your business and 
you should be able to work in the area that you truly love. So when you said about that box, which is the love at, I love it, but I'm not necessarily, it's not either I'm not good at it or it's not contributing to the best uh, of, of my business. That's a choice that you get to make as a business owner. Mm -hmm. You get that choice. That's why you're a business owner. So if you love something and you're either not good at it or maybe it just doesn't give as much to the business as you think it should, you can spend time there if you want. I, I, I don't have an issue with that. I would sooner you give up something that you're good at and and uh, don't love doing to somebody else so that you can spend a bit more time there and take that as one of your benefits. Yeah, makes sense. It makes so, sense. like... The amount of time people are spending on on the stuff they're, they they think they're really good at, but really don't like doing is sad to me. There's yeah. a lot of time spent there. Like we're talking percentages. Some people I, I start coaching with are like 50, 60, 70% there. Yeah. And they're not living in the area where they're, they're truly good at it and they love doing. And I can tell you that as you start parsing off some of that stuff, setting up the process, communicating your expectations, aligning the and assigning the accountability to somebody who actually does love that. I'll use an example of um, bookkeeping. I have a couple business degrees, BG. I'm pretty good at bookkeeping. I don't like doing it. Right. Long time ago, like 25 years ago, 30, almost 30 now, I hired a bookkeeper almost right away because it's like, even though I'm good at this, doesn't mean I want to do it. And when my bookkeeper has an issue, she'll come to me and she say, what do you think about this or this? Because she knows I have a background in it and understand it really well. And we talk about that kind of stuff. That's the dashboard level, right? Not the detail right. level. Right. And we, and we talk about it and she's like, oh yeah, okay, let's, let's move that way. And it's like, great. From, so I, I'm now in those areas, I'm now essentially a coach to my team as opposed to the person that makes the call. Right. And so that's the elevation of being the owner in your business, but understanding the areas that you really don't like to do. And I, I can tell you, she loves that stuff. You can hear her. She'll she'll be like, woohoo, I balanced. Woohoo. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, I got, I got the visa done. Woohoo. Yeah. And I'm yeah, thinking, the, oh, my God, you got the visa done. Oh, that's like pain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a woohoo know. moment. Yeah, there's woohoo moments. That's what you want people to have. <laughs> right. And, and for somebody else, it's the marketing side. Right, right, BG. It's like, right. man, look, look at we we got uh, a, a thousand views on that last post. Woohoo! And I'm thinking, eh, okay, whatever, you know. So whatever those things are, or at the end of it, it's like, hey, listen, you know, I, I was able to, you know, do do whatever those things are in your business. Whatever's giving you the energy and the power and the excitement, that's the stuff you want to spend your time at. And so I don't think there's any sort of right or wrong around that because that's why we become business owners so that we can actually do what it is we want to do. My issue is that so many business owners aren't doing what they want to do. That's where I want to help them out. Gotcha. Well, let's transition into that. Let's talk about that. Um, if some of our viewers today want to go deeper, they want to find out what kind of resources are available from, from you, Pete, and, and, and sort you know what kind of coaching and consulting they can do. Take yeah. a few moments to tell us about all those things, where they can find them, how they reach you, all that good stuff. Sure. Well, pretty easy to find me. Just type in simplifying entrepreneurship, although it's a long word. Uh, you'll find me or Pete Moore, uh, M-O-H-R is the last spelling, but um, last name. Essentially, the stuff that I do, I, I work with a variety of different groups and associations. I, I 
just got back from Vegas speaking at a gig. So, you know, a lot of those kind of things are around exactly what we're talking about, the CPA. And if you want to take your journey into enjoying your life and having your business prop up your life as opposed to you always propping up your business, then that's the kind of stuff I work one-on-one. -on -one. I only have a select group of one-on-one -on -one time, even time for a select group sure. of one-on-one -on -one people. But we also set up different groups and I, and I manage uh, several different groups of business owners as well that we get together and chat on uh, sort of a group basis. So that's something that I don't have one currently for this industry, but uh, from that perspective, you know, always looking at taking there's there's such great stuff BG with groups too when you get a group pe people together and going through the problems because most of the problems revolve around one of my other um, sort of key formats which is called the five P's and it's un uh, understanding your promise to your clients aligning your product or service base your um, process and your people to it so that you can have the right amount of profit and you know when we talk about that whether we're talking to a retailer like what I currently do, landscapers, uh, you know, all of those different things. It's really around those five P's almost every single time. So uh, if you're looking to get out of the weeds, use some technology to make uh, advancement in your process, align and assign accountability, then maybe we should talk. And the easiest way is just to reach out to me at speaktopete.com. Fantastic. Pete, I'd like to have you back maybe sometime and go a little bit deeper in certain areas and after love we get some feedback. Yeah, we'll have you back again if you're if you're willing to do so. We're we're um, an infant um, uh, podcast, so we're just getting <laughs> getting started on our YouTube channel. But we're really excited yeah. about where this is going. We've got a lot of really good feedback already from um, so our our group. So um, we'll have you back and, and and we'll share this out and make sure we get all the resources in the show notes for for you, so people can find you. And uh, it was good to have you today. Thanks for being on Green Green Digital. Thanks so much, BG. Make it a great day. Thank you. You too.